Welcome to Sports Central. I'm Rick Drewer. I'm Phil Fagner. Uh, we're really very lucky today because we've got a special guest with us, Adam Forbes, a very well-known uh, lawn bowler. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. A pleasure. Looking forward to hearing what you've got to say. Uh, just before I hand over to Phil, who actually is also a, a lawn bowler, uh, to uh, basically run this, I've done a little bit of spade work concerning lawn bowls. And it may interest our listeners to know that at the present time, there's over 2,000 clubs and more than 250,000 registered players in Australia. But you didn't know that, Phil, did you? No, no. And with the increase in the popularity of uh, social bowls, the number of participants has doubled that figure to over 500,000, which is uh, fantastic. I know in my past career as a sports coordinator, we used to uh, take our year 12s to do lawn bowls at Gawler under John Hill, and they used to love it. Anyway, getting back to uh, the, the sport in question, bowls uh, in Australia is the governing body for the sport of bowls in Australia. Uh, in 1911, Bowls Australia, which was formerly known as the Australian Bowling Council, was formed at a conference of delegates in Melbourne. 1912 was the first Australian Championships uh, held under the new body. And in 1914, the first Australian representative side played in New Zealand. The first World Bowls Championships were played at Kaima Bowls Club in New South Wales in 1966. How's that for a fountain of knowledge, eh? Unbelievable. Yeah, what it is. Anyway, Phil, over to you, and uh, let's uh, hear what he's got to say of the man. Okay, thanks, Rick. Um, as you said earlier on, uh, we're lucky enough to have Adam Forbes in here today. So uh, he's bowled over 100 state games, and um, when did you start bowling, Adam? Uh, that's a good question. started when I was about 12 years old, so... Uh, geographically, the, the bowls club's next door to the primary school, so I used to uh, kick around there after school and wait for Dad to finish playing and uh, got roped in and never looked back. Well, that was probably one of my next questions, is how did you get roped in? And it's obviously through Chris, your dad. Um, he's still bowling at uh, a, a, a young age. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and what about highlights, Adam? Oh, I've got many highlights. I probably... Uh, First of all, be yeah, winning club pairs at Newry with both my brother and later on with my dad. So they were two very uh, special achievements. Um, yeah, making the South Australian side and representing the states up there as well. And uh, um, how old were you when you first got picked for South Australia? Uh, I think I was about nineteen. Fantastic. Yeah, nineteen or twenty. Um, yes, yeah, it was a long time ago now. <laughs> Yes, I must say, Adam, when I saw you win with your dad, I had a tear in my eye that night and uh, I was wrapped for you and I could see what it meant to you and what it meant to your dad. And it was a special moment in my bowls, you know, what I've seen. So, um, yeah, I was wrapped for you, um, even though we lost the round before, but anyway. Um, some of the best bowlers you've seen, Adam? Uh, oh, I've been fortunate enough to yeah, see, a, see a few and play against a few and play with some as well. So... Uh, I uh, have to mention another little local contact, Scotty Thelborn, that I've played a lot of bowls with. Um, Wayne Rudiger, another state teammate. Um, yeah, and then you've got the likes of, you know, Kelvin Kirko, Steve Blasson, uh, Mark Casey, uh, Aaron Sheriff, you know, the list goes on and on. Yep. 
No, we, we get the uh, the idea there. Lucky enough to play with Rudy, and he's a top guy. I played with him in a pairs uh, this year down at Adelaide Bowling Club, and yeah, great guy. And obviously Scotty, I played with as well. Another top bloke. Um, yeah, has uh, uh, the state side has that uh, coming to the country now? Playing in Newry, um, has that affected you with the state side, or do you feel it has? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's uh, yeah the. I've always lived here, so the travel you know, hasn't really changed. Uh, still playing a lot of tournaments in the metropolitan area and around the state. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think it's had a, a real impact on things. So, what are you doing at the moment? Have you, like winter time, obviously, are you state training and that sort of thing still on? Uh, just about to kick off, yes, yeah, so we've had a, a couple of months off because it's, um, yeah, we have a training session every month um, for about, you know, nine or eight months of the year yep. uh, amongst all the other bowls commitments we have. Um, so yeah, I think that all kicks off again at the end of this month. Fair enough. Um, I won't ask you too many more questions, but uh, obviously one of the biggest highlights that I know too is uh, uh, getting away from bowls a little bit, but I think he's going to be a little bowler too is young Ollie. So um, I think he's going to follow along your footsteps, isn't he? Yeah, no, hopefully. Uh, Certainly he'll get to watch a lot of bowls, if nothing else, so uh, no, that's certainly, uh, you know, yeah, life's greatest achievement, having a, a child of your own, and uh, yeah, hopefully uh, he follows in his father's footsteps. Uh, yeah, absolutely, because, you know, we see him around the bowling club, and he's usually got your bowls in the hand and rolling them down the green, so um, yeah, it's so. The, it's the best way for young kids to, uh, they're just like sponges, aren't they? And if they're given the opportunity and uh, they've got uh, a role model, namely, particularly if it's a father, um, then they're halfway home, aren't they? Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, the bowling club's just you know, full of great characters and, and people. And uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to, I've basically grown up in a bowling club yes. myself, starting at you know, a young age of 12. And uh, yeah, you get a lot of, a lot of uh, mentors, I guess, to, um, to feed off of and learn from. That's fantastic. And also got a brother still playing at the top level in Adelaide at Holdfast Bay, young Stewie. Um, he's still, he was going to come home to Newry last year, but um, unfortunately got a job, well, fortunately for him, he got a job in Adelaide and unfortunately for us, we didn't get him back. But um, yeah, so he's still going. He's not in the state squad though anymore, is he? He's... No, not at the moment. So um, yeah, that can change. Uh, only one win away from getting recognised. So um... That'll be up to him and how he throws them down. And probably just the last thing I'll just quickly touch on is um, Nathan Pedersen, uh, was it Australian champion a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Australian Open win. Uh, yeah, so he's had a good good run of uh, success in the last few years with uh, yeah, Scotty and Wayne, we mentioned before, and Steve Dennis. They've taken out yep. uh, the fours the last couple of years. Um, yeah, so now he's, he's got a singles title to add to his cap. And uh, yeah, he's just been... You know, improving his game in leaps and bounds over the last uh, probably three to four years. Uh, I had the pleasure of playing state triples with him and Craig Mills uh, for the last few years as well. So yeah, just uh, been keeping a close eye on on his game. No, that's fantastic. Um, I'd like to thank you for coming in today, Adam. And uh, I've a got look. a couple. I've got a couple of questions. Is that all right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I guess uh, your uh, success has taken you all over Australia, has it? Yeah, yeah, I think there's played in just about every state now uh, over, over the last 20 years. Um, yeah, it's good. 
And, and what do you think about the, the concept that uh, many of these uh, lawn bowls clubs are moving to artificial uh, surfaces as against uh, the real grass? Yeah. Uh, look, I, in my opinion, I, I don't think you can beat a nice real grass green. Um, but having said that, the growth of social bowls, uh, you know, is certainly an important factor as well. So, you know, in the perfect world, I think they're a nice complementary product. And, you know, if, if clubs could have both, that's probably the ideal scenario. Um, you know, the jury's still out whether, if, you know, the 100% synthetic clubs, whether it does save them any money in the long run, because um, there's still a lot of upkeep and replacement costs that don't last forever. Um, and if there are problems with the surface, it's, it's much harder to fix than you know, just throwing small soil at it. Well, it makes a lot of sense what you've just said, if you've got the best of both worlds and, and had the alternative of lawn and artificial, wouldn't it be, I guess, in, the, in the, uh, the perfect sort of world? Have you noticed many younger players coming in in the last sort of 10 years or so? Or? Yeah, there certainly has been. I think even our, our state side, I'm nearly one of the oldest <laughs> ones in the squad at uh, 34 years of age. Um, and there was a stat floating around a little while ago that the, the average age of the Australian bowl side is younger than the average age of the cricket team. Um, so that was yeah, a little fun fact that, uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's a that. fantastic sign, really, isn't it? Because I guess back when you're dealing with people my age, then lawn bowls was looked upon as being an old man's game. Um, and that's certainly changed, hasn't it? Yeah, um, certainly. When I started playing here, there wasn't too many young people. There was maybe one or two at each club. Um, yeah, now that, that's growing. And uh, I think it's not just young age too. I think even middle age, you know, um, has certainly increased as well from, you know, from 20, 30 years ago. Well, as I mentioned earlier, I, the, the, all the year 12s that I took to uh, do their uh, year 12 PE, uh, one of their sports being lawn bowls, they all just, without exception, just loved it. And, and I guess for the future of lawn bowls, as long as they've been introduced to it, even if it's only at a social level, then uh, they, they have got some contact with it if they decide that uh, when they get a little bit older that, uh, and maybe they've stopped playing whatever other sport they're playing, then, then they've got a sort of background in lawn bowls to take up rather than it being completely new and foreign to them. Yeah, that's right. And even uh, there's night house competitions as well, which you know, a group of friends or workmates can get together. Um, so yeah, there's lots of different avenues into bowls and uh, yeah, we just got to keep keep promoting it and putting it out there. Well, uh, not just because you're here, but I, I think it's a wonderful game and uh, uh, it's, a, it's a thinking game as well. And uh, I think it's uh, the more we can get young kids involved and, uh, and it's a fantastic stat. You've said that uh, um, they're younger than the Australian cricket team. I've got no doubt about that because the Australian cricket team's almost... <laughs> Well, there's hardly anyone under 30 there. <laughs> under contract, anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Although Phil and I, we're opening the batting in South Africa next week, I think. Yeah. <laughs> now, Phil, tell me, uh, how's your horse racing going? Yeah, a um, bit of an accident this week. The guy was, uh, he had six hobby horses up his backside. So he went to the doctor and um, the doctor gave him the, you know, he said, yeah, you're stable. So... Um, yeah. Gee, Phil, they're getting worse. Um, week and while, week. while we're there, Rick, uh, the AFL this week, rural round. The rural round. What's that got to do with anything? A well, team of cowboys playing or something? Well, no, it's the country round this week, so all the rural boys are out there. So, um, yeah, we just got another one 
So probably a different Guernsey this week. There you go. Well, Adam, thanks again for coming. And uh, it's been very interesting uh, listening to you. And uh, we'll say until next time, I'm Rick Drewer. I'm Phil Fechner. That's it.